0: Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car.
1: 104.7 The Cave, Springfield's pure classic rock. Mike, the intern in the studio once again with my brother from another mother, Jay Stevens, a.k.a. the talent.
0: Where's this echo coming
1: from? It's Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave, and as we do every week, We pick a documentary, we just watch it most of the time, and then we discuss it. And this week was my turn. I picked the new documentary, Summer of Soul, or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised. It was so good, man. It was a really good documentary. Something you might not know about, Mike, the intern, is the fact that I am a massive, massive soul, soul music brother max a soul
0: brother i
1: i can't I, i've been asked this question a thousand times what's your favorite music what's your favorite band and my desert island music is soul music it is the one genre that i could li- literally listen to every single See day guys, never get burned out Who would have thought he's
0: mike is soul like music, shrek man. he has soul layers music. he has soul layers music. like an onion like shrek and
1: the summer of soul documentary tells a story of what they called the harlem cultural festival it was the same summer of woodstock so of course 69. No one has ever heard of it. No one. Yeah. Up until this point, I didn't even know it existed. Nope, never it. it sounds like nobody did. I, every one of these musicians that played at this thing, I'm a huge fan of. Stevie Wonder, probably one of my favorite artists of all time, Nina Simone. I, I can, Sly and the, the Family the Stone. I'm, dude, that dude. guy got down, bro. We'll get into Sly these performances. Sly was like, oh,
0: okay, we'll, this dude's yeah, like a, a we'll, prince before we'll, Prince. We'll, oh, he
1: was a proto-prince, for uh. sure. Um, and we'll get into these performances in just a minute, but Yeah, it was completely overshadowed by Woodstock, and uh, basically was shot by a guy they hired to shoot the entire thing. They didn't have any lights; they had to had the the stage face the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really smart stuff what they did. And then the all the filming of this thing literally sat in a basement for 50 years until Questlove, the drummer How for the Roots. How did Questlove come up on this? He must have heard something about it. I mean, I'm sure that somebody had told him and about what it. The,
0: and he's the perfect dude to be the oh, catalyst to bring it out. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because he's
1: got clout, he's in the mainstream. He knows all these record labels, and that in itself is probably a huge hurdle to jump because it's not just Motown here. You're talking about multiple different record labels that have got property interest in these artists and have to go talk to them and say, hey, we got this footage, we need to use it. It's historical, and I'm sure that in itself yeah. Oh, that was crazy, was a feat. man. Crazy. The other thing that I was thinking of when I was watching this, and I know you're going to laugh, is when are they going to press this on vinyl? Because <laughs> I'm thinking all these all these performances yes. so definitely to these a, need to be released. To double again, album or something. Man. To double. It'll probably be a seven to a ten LP box set, or they'll release them individually over time. I hope to God that's what he's going to do. I scoured the internet, hopefully to find I could find something. It's not there, but uh, hopefully. Some of these performances, because what they said, the way they sounded, they sounded great. Um, So hopefully he's got them, and uh, these will finally see the light of day as they should. Uh, And we'll get to uh, some of the performances in our discussion of the Summer of Soul next. Dark Side of the Stream on one hundred four point seven, The Cave. One hundred four point seven, The Cave. Mike, the intern, Jay Stevens back in the studio discussing the documentary Summer of Soul, and it tells the story of the. Harlem Cultural Festival that was held over several weekends in the summer of nineteen sixty nine. Free to free go free show. Free show and had every
0: star you could think of.
1: Everyone every thirty 000 to fifty thousand people showed up for this thing every week. Um, yeah, it
0: was like it was every weekend, right, for like two months or something. Yeah.
1: It was oh, it, it amazing. It, it man. was
0: and every weekend
1: was a different genre. You had gospel one weekend, you had soul, you had jazz, you had like pop. Um and we'll get into these performances in a little bit, but what I wanted to bring up first was this documentary, for me personally, uh, helped me remember all of these things that I was a part of when I was a kid. Whether it was, you know, like growing up in Cape, they used to do the uh, City of Roses Festival. Um, you know, around here, you could uh, look at maybe possibly Route 66 or the Ozark Empire Fair. Stuff that happened during the summer that when you're a kid just feels like magic. Nick's the sucker days. Duck race. It was our duck race. I mean, honestly, like that stuff for people around here. For a kid, when you go to things like this and people are around, like for an adult, you know, we 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 kind of lose that magic. But for a kid, it's magical. Did you have anything like that when you were growing up? I don't think so. You didn't have anything like no, that in I Hawaii or California? So. Uh, mm, I uh, am. Nothing, no. you just like everyone, you know, the, the parents were kind of hanging out and the kids were just running around like crazy, just, you know, getting into fights.
0: You find your first girlfriend. I think I've tuned like... out a lot of my childhood. <sighs> nice. I, lived, I, lived, I grew up in LA, man. It's a different scene, man. And they it, didn't do that stuff? No. Oh, God, maybe, maybe, maybe Hawaii May Day festivals, perhaps, maybe. Or, uh, I don't know. It wasn't like that, though. Wasn't like you. that. God, no, that breaks but, my heart. You didn't get that. But there was up. a couple things from this one that I took away. One was the mayor of New York. You know, blue-eyed white guy, and he was so down with these guys and like embraced them. And this was in troubling times. Oh yeah, for, look at sixty-eight. The year before, stuff.
1: I mean, it was not a good good time um, socially in the United States. And
0: uh, for just a really quick period of time, everything was cool. Everything was cool. And then the other was I thought uh, it was good because these people said, you know, they'd sneak out of the house to go to this festival. Didn't tell their moms where they're going. And these young kids were like, it was just, I saw so many people that were like me. And they had never seen that many people like them together, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then another thing I thought was when <laughs> they said Sly and the Family Stone came out and they said he had a white guy on drums. Yeah. They go, what? Well, white guy can't play this kind of music and a
1: black girl playing
0: trumpet dude and they got down man oh it's so good like
1: performance was unreal and he had that crowd in the palm of his hand that's why i hope to god these performances will come out someday as their own like
0: sly's set stevie wonder set fifth dimension set um, and one other highlight was the story of the aquarius the the, the, the play hair oh how the they got le- into it dude leaving his wallet yeah. in the cab and really it just cool happened story. to be that guy oh yeah. man yeah yeah it was a really it's a good it's a good show it's an easy watch you know yeah. and you know me i'm not really it, and soul music, like how Mike is, it's not my thing, but I was I was enthralled. I watched the whole thing. That's it was awesome. really, really good, man. If it caught Jay Stevens' attention, yeah. you know yeah, it's it getting it at, was, least, it was, at least 445 to watch, soul records. Which, which reaches, cool to I think, watch, man. That's how we're it gonna made me want to learn synchronized dancing with you while I sang. Dude, that was... Dude, that's it, so yeah, badass, uh, dude. Yeah, yeah. The stories about... We'll get into, yeah!
1: We don't want to ruin this, and we'll get into my favorite performance. I'm, not next. Right, is. I'm enhancing it. Yeah, well, I don't want to give it away too much. We're going to tease what my favorite performance from this was next. Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. 104.7 The Cave, Mike the intern, Jay Stevens back in the studio. Yeah. It is Dark Side of the Stream, and we are discussing the uh, Summer of Soul, which tells the story of the Harlem Cultural Festival held in the summer of 1969 over the course, I believe it was like six weekends. Yeah. Um, every weekend was a different genre. Jay's performance, his favorite performance, Sly and the Family Stone, My Proto man, Prince. He was uh, so sweet. And, and you're right. Uh, if uh, as as a as a white person, if you were in this place, in uh, as as a, as drummer, a member, what a lot of white people outfit. there. But then you look on the stage, Sly gets up there, and he's it's a mixed race band, and yep. at the time that wasn't very common. And uh, props to Sly for doing it. And, uh, they, I mean, it was a great performance. There were unbelievable performances. Uh, Staple Sisters were there, which was unbelievable. Um, you had some incredible jazz performances, Max Roach, and his wife were there. But Even my... the Puerto Ricans. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The conga stuff, the Afrobeat stuff. We come I, it was stuff. so badass. Um, but my favorite all-time performance, at least that I witnessed, was Stevie Wonder's. Because Stevie Wonder is my favorite. Um, this was a really interesting period for him, and being in '69 because he had been, you know, this this wonderkin as far as this kid who could literally do anything, um, incredible voice. The fact that he was blind didn't hold him back. You yeah. play any instrument?
0: He stuck on the drums even for a little bit, dude.
1: Well, that's the thing, dude. At, at this point, he was at this pinnacle in his career where it was like, do you just keep? singing, you know, signed Seal delivered all these Motown hits that you did or do you actually be try to become this this artist that can create and do all these things? Well, he chose the latter, thank God, because then he would go on to, re, you know, record albums like uh Talking Book and Songs in the Key of Life and Music of My Mind, just a, among a few, where in most of those records he was the musician for the entire thing. With exception wow. of some instruments. Jeff like, Beck would play again, guitar
0: sometimes. Like Prince, again.
1: Every I mean, and you're talking not just like Prince, Stevie Wonder is blind. So, I mean, someone would walk him to the drums, he'd cut the drums. Someone would walk him to the keyboards, he'd cut the keyboards. So so on and so on. And that, my friend, is unbelievable. So hopefully that, that performance will see the light of day. Um, and again, this documentary really does a good job of not only telling this perspective of the cultural festival and how it went down, but they're picking out people in the crowd that were there as children. You know, uh, that, yeah, like you and, said, that stuck out. Him, yeah. that one guy that when they're watching the fifth dimension performance and the girl Ooh. Michelle or whatever gets on, and she was g- gorgeous then and yes, still, still now, still yeah. as a woman in her 70s, still, still unbelievably gorgeous. They show him. They show him, and he just kind of gets this yes. like glossy-eyed look on his face. Yes. And you can tell he's still in love. And as a man, yeah, his first crush that had you know first crushes with uh, women like that um, growing up per- per- personally, like I mentioned a couple weeks back, Tina Turner, which was one of my very first crushes. I still get glossy-eyed when I see her. Aww. So, um, yeah, Summer of Soul, incredible documentary. Uh, up next, we will give it our rating, and uh, I believe it's Jay's turn for the next documentary in Dark Side of the Stream. So you only got a few minutes to think about what we're watching next. We'll do that next on 104.7 The Cave. 104.7, One hundred four point seven, the K, Mike, the intern, Jay Stevens. We're back in the studio. It is dark side of the stream, and summer this week soul. we discuss the oh, summer of great. soul, which you've probably seen in an advertising if you stream anything online. Yeah, yeah, they were it pushing it,
0: and Questlove, man. Um, yeah, props, props, props perfect to guy, love. perfect guy to stumble across this footage. However, he did that. I mean, I don't. The whole fact that this footage, nobody knew it existed for 50 years, that's... And the quality I mean, of the footage. It's good. If it's sat in a basement that's so long, colorful. It, looked, it all got to look
1: so good. So props to the mayor of New York at the time for letting them do this. Yeah. Props to the bands that showed up because just like in Woodstock, it was the same deal. It was like, oh, we've got... Yeah. We got Stevie's going to be here. Oh, yeah. well, hell yeah. Stevie's going to be here. Right. There was probably and, some... And, 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 and to their benefit, it worked. Props to the people who showed up and had a good time. Props to the filmmaker and the crew there who didn't get paid yeah. at all until Questlove probably bought this for not as much as they probably wanted to make. Right, right. But uh, they did an incredible job shooting it. And like Jay said, it's, it's a extremely great colorful. Great piece of history. It's, um, it's, it's,
0: it, it, it really it's is. History that we didn't know about, history which music, is
1: rare these it, days to find out. Yeah. And if you're in a soul music, you absolutely have to watch this documentary um and it really if you know any kind of music from the late 60s you're you're gonna love this and i hope to god that one day they're actually able to press this on vinyl and release these performances so we can actually listen to the entire thing um so how many how dream. many funky
0: african outfits
1: do we rate? This? i was
0: gonna do 45s for oh, i would give it a
1: straight up four a half. Four and a half four and
0: a half y'all yeah, i'll give it a solid uh four and a half funky african outfits. i thought sure. it was
1: unbelievable um. Well done, Questlove. Thanks for bringing it to light so we could watch it. And yeah, uh, let's give him a call. Yeah, tell we, we should have had oh, him would, on the show. I actually, seriously, when, <laughs> when I was watching this, got on Instagram to try and direct message him to say, <laughs> "Are you going to press this?" It wouldn't be, su- dude. I
0: bet you, if you do that, it, I bet you he will respond. Well to you. his direct messaging hey, thing. Hey, Ricky Rocket so. responded to me. I know day. he did. And ben, I'm jealous, Questlove will respond to Questlove
1: you. Respond to Questlove you. turned it off, so I can't. I can't. He turned it off. It. Yeah, he's so getting he bombarded. Yeah, he was getting. Ah. Well, un- un- unfortunately for me, we'll we'll figure it out one day. But my friend, next what week. is the documentary we're watching? Next, next
0: week? week I I found a very interesting curveball. I was just browsing through Amazon and I came across The Beaver Trilogy Part 4. And it I clicked it and it's something different. I I'm, I'm not going to say what it is and I don't look into what it is, just watch it blind like I did. Um, is
1: this an abducted in plain
0: sight? Situation no, here? not at all. Okay. This is a really, uh, okay. this is a really weird one, man. Okay. a really well, weird
1: one. As long as it's not an abducted it's a weird plain one. Sight. No,
0: there's no nobody doing anything weird to anybody okay. in this Good. one. But, all right, well then, but the, there is some touches of some weirdness. The <laughs> Beaver Trilogy Part Four. Yeah, yeah, Part Four. I don't know what happened to the first three parts, but we'll, we'll find we'll, out. We'll
1: skip ahead to Part Four, and uh, as always, it's you on Amazon. Down, yeah, Amazon Prime. We'll watch it and uh, watch it if you haven't already. And we will uh, be live on Facebook once again next week to talk about it. You can download Dark Side of the Stream wherever you get your podcasts at or, of course, on our 104.7 The Cave app. It is Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave.